Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Pros podcast. Tonight, we have a very, very special guest joining us. It's Colin Maxwell from Isla Putters. Colin, how are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. I apologise, gents, for my kind of Britney Spears look tonight. I'm just going for the, the best best audio quality we can. I promise I'm not going to start singing or do anything like that. <laughs> Joe, how are you? Yeah, wonderful, thank you. Pal, yourself? You, have you cleaned your clubs? They're quite clean behind you there. Yeah, they've had a clean, ready for ready and prepped for when we can get back out. <laughs> Colin, just to kind of introduce the brand to everybody who's listening and watching tonight, how did it start for you? What's the journey and where are you now? Yeah, yeah, thanks, gents. Appreciate uh, having us on. It's um, yeah, nice to have a chit-chat about what we do here and, uh, yeah, share a little bit about how it all came about and, yeah, and how we sort of, hopefully bringing something a little bit different to, to the golfing world. Um, yeah, so uh, mainly we make um, wood, wood putters, so custom wood putters. Um, so a bit, bit niche, sort of a bit old school as well with the, with the sort of wooden persimmon type kind of uh, history to it. But yeah, it's, it's really a, um, uh, yeah, a service which just allows anybody to, to, to create, you know, their own bespoke putter from the ground up, really. And we use sort of the world's exotic hardwoods to make them interesting and, and, and pretty cool and pleasing on the eye, um, using lots of different sort of colours and, and grain patterns and staining techniques and things like that, um, and, and mix and matching the woods together. So, um, yeah, so you pretty much get something totally unique, even if it's the same wood type as, as somebody else. It's going to be totally different, you know, especially when you add into that um the sort of uh you know branding and, and different messaging and, and you know line up lines and, and and paint fills and things like that on, on the club as well so um yeah so design wise it's a real you know blank canvas of, of what kind of putter you want to um you want to see down by the ball we do um three or four different head shapes um, you know depending on you know, some of the classic popular ones like the big sort of mallet um spider type looking ones also sort of fang style um, and ones that are um, sort of more blade type as well, they're sort of a wide blade. But um, yeah, so hopefully something that suits most golfers' eyes. And then there's obviously all the playability aspects to it as well. So yeah, it really is a, a customer experience from from the ground up. You know, we really start from uh, from from level zero, really. Yeah. Do you like involve the customer along this process, Colin? Is it quite a collaborative process to build the putter? Yeah, yeah, good question. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sort of has to be really. The only thing we really um, lock you into is the head shape. Um, that is sort of a function of having been through the conformance process with, with the RNA here in the UK. Um, so, yeah, just really making sure that the, the shape and the surfaces of the putter are, are in tolerance and, and they're, you know, they're approved. Um, other than that, um, yeah, um, everything's for the, for the customer to choose really right from as I say, the wood type right down to sort of what the sort of engraving that they want. And it's, yeah, it's definitely a conversation that, that we have. It's something that continues throughout the build process. And actually what I like to do is um, involve the, the customer throughout the build process as well. So we do a lot of sharing of images and short videos and things through um, through Instagram or email or, or what have you. And uh, yeah, you know, part of wanted, what I wanted to offer was something that wasn't just and you go into a, um, you know, a shop or you choose something online and then, you know, a few days later it turns up. It's, it's uh, you know, we go through the journey of building it together, you know, 
we're doing the hand shaping bits here, but yeah, I wanted the customer to feel like they're really involved in in seeing that thing get put together and and just build the excitement right up to, to delivery day and in the first few pots with it. So yeah, I want it to be as uh, involved as possible, really. Amazing. I think that's a really interesting point you made earlier, Colin, about like the, the custom sight lines and everything else that goes into it. A lot of kind of putter fittings now are basically you nip into your local big box store, you pick the head you kind of like, and you get the length of shaft that you want. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily realise how many custom options there are that you're actually providing with it i mean alignment lines is just the start to give something that works for that player's eye but the amount that they can actually customize with you is far probably beyond what anybody could get in a conventional putter yeah yeah i i, I think you're right uh, joe yeah i mean it's um it comes with its headaches <laughs> that's a bit uh you know, Tend, tends to be a lot a lot for the customer as well you know i mean i, I just had a couple of um wedges custom made and you know that was quite a headache just thinking what could have finish i wanted on the on the on the wedge you know so yeah to, to give the customer that many choices and and also for you know if you're a golfer that you're used to thinking oh, i'll just go to a um a big box store or i'll buy a, a club online it's maybe not that clear all the choices that that you might have to consider mm. um you know you know I'm, I'm not a professional so i I can't really give advice on fitting of the putter. Um, but if a customer comes with, you know, their statistics, their, their numbers, their, you know, their, their fitted stats, then, um, then for sure we can, you know, we can put them into the club. So yeah, you know, it's certainly, um, you know, rather that way around that a customer comes with, with their fitted numbers and then we can, we can build the putter accordingly. Yeah. I think when, when we go over the, when we kind of go over the putter fitting process, especially with a lot of the clients I go through, we've always kind of had three L's that were length, loft and lie. But I think a really important fourth one there is look and you've got to enjoy and take in what you're actually looking at. And I think that that you're providing to give somebody confidence in something that they absolutely adore behind the ball is such Mm. an important quality that you offer there, regardless of, potentially the rest of it yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think that's it's what spurred me to to make my own in in the in the first instance really was to um just just have something i really enjoyed going out and playing with sort of the sort of bravado of maybe out putting somebody or outscoring somebody with the putter that i made you know in my own time was sort of quite appealing as well (laughs) um but yeah you know i think you know to have something i knew i'd made and designed and and you know, and, uh, and sort of cherished was, yeah, a big, big part of it. And yeah, a lot of the customers want to put messages on it, nicknames, it, it's their own brand, you know, it becomes so personal. Um, you know, it's something that, yeah, you know, your big manufacturers can't, can't really match, you know. So, I, you know, I hope it's something different. I hope it's something that, uh, yeah, as we see a lot of customization and bespoke items coming into golf, you know, hopefully it's, uh, yeah, sort of, sort of jamming with that. How did it start for you, Colin? Was it uh, was it literally that you wanted to kind of build your own putter and you went and did the research and then you got kind of almost asked for customization and things like that? Yeah, yeah, I just, um, it was, uh, yeah, so it came about. I was just, we'd, we'd, had, uh, we'd had our kids and just started sleeping through the night and I was like, well, I'm not used to just sitting on the sofa all night. I don't quite know what to do myself. And I'd obviously in the, in the winter months you can't really be out in the evening playing golf so I was trying to scratch a golf itch and I I was always into 
you know, woodwork and, and, and handcrafting stuff and did a lot of stuff around the house and that. And uh, yeah, so I was like, I'm just gonna, just gonna have a go at making my own putter and, and made that first one, gamed it for a bit. Then made another one because I thought I could do it better. I was actually, it's, I really enjoy doing it and actually it's turned out pretty well. And then that got me on the process of, well, what if I want to make something for somebody, you know, they've got to want to play in competitions and things like that. So I need to get them um, sort of certified and or, or approved by by the sort of RNA. So mm -hmm. um, so that that sort of sent it off into more of a business, you know, when I realized that, that um, you know, there were considerations and, um, and tolerances to, to fall in line with then, yeah, knew it had to be uh, more business orientated, and yeah, and then I thought, well, got to it's got to be something different. You got to be offering something, uh, something unique and interesting, and and that was yeah, that was really where the sort of you know scattergun of customization choices really came from. So I wanted, uh, yeah, I wanted to give everybody the same custom experience that I gave myself in that in that first first couple of putters. So. Amazing. I think, like you say, there, there's there's a lot to be said for that customization. So, in, in terms of finishes, are we looking purely wood? Are there any kind of other bits that you use to finish the putters, or kind of what's the process in finishing them? Yeah, they're they're all wood, Joe. Yeah, um, I mean, I've probably got uh, I've got a cupboard full of. I mean, you know, the fairly small pieces we buy. So, the um, the actual wood itself can be quite expensive because they're quite rare and exotic. Um, sort of pieces that come from anywhere from sort of South America, Far East, Africa. Um, and then, you know, there's some lovely, you know, UK woods and European woods that we also use. But so, yeah, they're, they're all uh, hardwood. Um, we set inside them and um, the weights to, to get to sort of um, sort of normal to the head weights. Um, and then uh, and then, yeah, um, basically the yeah, the loft, um, the the weight. Um, even down to what sort of shaft you want and where you want the shaft placed in the head is, is all, again, a custom choice. Um, so we can do things like face balanced or toe hang, things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we, a co couple of sort of um, choices after that is, is the sort of lineup stuff and the branding, um, which we use a laser engraved process um, to, to, to get that accurate. Um, and then, yeah, sort of in terms of the actual finish on the product, then it's sort of an acrylic type um, lacquer that we put on them, um, which is, yeah, anything from gloss to, to satin to matte. So, yeah, it's just a, a mind boggling array of, <laughs> of decisions you've got to make. How do they how do they feel, Colin, when you you're putting with them? Because I'm I'm used to I've had a go of hickory and things like that, but it's complete opposite. Okay. The wood's not in the head. How does it feel kind of coming off the putter face? Yeah, yeah, good question. There's, there's um, because there's um, uh, sort of uh, limits on how soft the face of the of the putter is. Of course, we we can't always use the the natural face of the wood. It might you know might not pass or might get damaged quite easily um, and, and you know be rendered useless. So um, we put an insert in the face of each putter, um, so you can choose from a, an aluminium copper. And then we have a, a sort of 3D insert putter as well. A sort of a, um, it's a, yeah, basically a plastic that they 3D print. Um, and so, yeah, so you have the choice of all three and the, the uh, 3D printed insert is the softest. So that's, that's right, just literally just above the limit for how soft a, a plastic can be. So that's a bit like your Odyssey um, sort of white hot insert, that kind of um, sort of plastic resin type, type uh, insert. 
and then copper's up next as the next softest and then aluminium's probably you're looking at something twice as hard as the as the 3d printed plastic so yeah a big range in terms of feel and sound um yeah the the aluminium's quite tingy and kind of hard and then obviously the the 3d printed insert is is quite soft and we have the grooves on that as well so that also dulls the sound so that that feels soft sounds soft and yeah it's a little bit more like the the sort of um yeah, sort of OEM inserts you get in the in your odysseys and things like that. Cool. That fascinates me because, like you say, we we've just seen this season kind of Cobra come into the market with a three D printed putter, and the last thing you would kind of expect is for it to be an existing thing in a, a wooden putter already. And I think something yeah. that people don't realise is just how much, like you say, you offer and how high spec you can build your putter if you kind of know what you're looking for were you with the 3d printed actually before cobra this season then or on about the same kind of time frame yeah we yeah we did you know if i forget exactly when i worked on it i mean something that i was looking at a long time ago i mean one of the things that i wanted to to match up with the with the wooden thing was not not using any sort of you know unsustainable plastics and, and things like that so i was looking at um uh recycled plastics to use for the inserts but it gets very um difficult to understand the sort of physical properties of them when they're recycled and they're variable and things like that so it was a little bit difficult to to bring that in so yeah um going for the 3d print was yeah early-ish last year um, i mean it's not totally new to to golf there's a few people around the world that have, have done it and doing it but it's it's our own design and our own production run so we're doing that with independent um, sort of suppliers so yeah it's, it's a lot of work to sort of go from an idea to design testing and you know and then have it in the product at the end so it's it's quite a journey but I think the first uh, just looking at the line of potters on the wall there I think the first <laughs> one was um yeah it was summer it's like June July uh, last year the the first 3d insert putter we made so wow that's really cool from a we're kind of materials perspective Colin why do you think your tailor-made your odysseys your scotties haven't looked at alternative materials such as yourselves yeah I don't know um I, I suppose the, the one thing with the wooden putter is the the consistency from from club to club I mean I suppose if you were if I was going to mass manufacture wooden potters you know that, that might be really difficult you'd have to think about using a a similar type of wood or offer a limited um you know production run of certain types of wood to try and get some consistency in in what you know in what you're providing i suppose that's why they machine them all um you know very tight tolerances and, and they know that uh, you know a club sold in aberdeen is the same as it's sold in in guildford you know so um or you know even further around the world um whereas with ours i suppose we can get away with those um, those differences because you're individually choosing a bit of wood, you're individually choosing a design and an insert and, you know, and, and maybe having custom engraves on the insert as well. You know, the whole thing is just blown open. So we're not, we're probably not as performance orientated as those top guys. Although, you know, I really would like to stress that we, we do take it seriously and we, and we do have performance in mind when we build the clubs. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the handmade, handcraft in nature of them just means that they're not as tightly in, in, in such tight tolerances as, as those you know cnc machine metals which which you know you'd probably expect but um 
Yeah, and it's a lot of effort. <laughs> There's probably not enough money in it for, uh, for them to really go down that route. But um, I don't know how Puma's 3D, um, 3D thing will fare. I, I haven't seen any in the wild, if I'm, if I'm honest. I mean, there was quite a bit of a fanfare about it at the start. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it would be cool to, you know, to, 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 to think of, of, of players and customers being um, as open-minded as possible as to what equipment they want, you know, rather than, you know, perhaps just just only really being aware of, you know, what's marketed through through Sky Sports adverts and, and things like that, um, which, you know, it's difficult for small businesses. It's, you know, even things like Instagram and Facebook are a lot more restrictive on on the on the exposure that small businesses get unless you're, you're sponsoring content. So, yeah, yeah it's difficult, but, um, I, you know, it's just one of the things that you just hope you, you do a good job for one customer and they they like what you do and um and hopefully tell their friends and family and and, and things move from there that's uh, that's really what our business model is is to mm -hmm. is to excite and ignite um customers so that they you know they become our ambassadors really yeah is that where businesses come from kind of, kind of word of mouth instagram facebook kind of content because i know if anybody's out there and you want a good kind of geek out on golf, go and follow Isla Golf Putters because at the end of the day, the imagery that you shoot is, is beautiful. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, even the photography is a, you know, a new skill that we've had, had to master and, you know, not mastered it yet. You know, there's lots of lots of envious, uh, you know, lots of pictures I see that I'm envious of how, how good the, the photography is. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun and, um so I forgot any question. I was rabbiting on. It was just a, it was about where the kind of your customs come from. Is it is it website? Mm -hmm. Is it social media? Is it is it kind of just word right. of mouth? Yeah, yeah, it is pretty much social media. We've set out for Instagram to be our our sort of platform of choice. I, you know, it just works so well with the yeah the photographs and the pictures, you know, picture element to it. Um, and yeah, I know I can't be you know more thankful for the support that we've got through instagram and, and facebook in, in recent times it's you know there's a great community of people out there really supportive you know both you guys have been you know been really great in in giving me uh, good feedback on on the work that we've you know the pops that we've made and you know doing the likes and and you know the feedback on the stories and that so yeah you know it's it's guys like yourself and it you know it's um it's great to have the feedback from professionals as well that's you know that's uh, that's an excellent um you know excellent feedback to get so yeah yeah thanks everybody for for the um for the support it's it's been uh, instrumental in in us wanting to carry on and, and pushing on and doing new things as well cool uh, i just love the fact like you say and i think it's a big takeaway for a lot of people is just that they see particularly a wooden putter doesn't mean that it's not loaded with tack to a spec that's is absolutely perfect for you. I think a lot of people like that limited edition stuff. We've all got a love for it. If you've got mm. something that somebody else hasn't, it's it's kind of nice. And like you say, that that yeah. first one that you know you built, to have something like that, a one-off especially, a limited run's great, but to have mm. something built in your bag that's at high spec as well must mm. be one of the greatest kind of feelings for the guys that have been out there and, and ordered one specifically I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you know, I think everybody, luckily, <laughs> you know, because I relief when, when it drops in the mail. But um, yeah, yeah, they, they, they've all loved it. And um, yeah, you know, that's, that's the best bit, you know, when you when you get it delivered and, and you get the message and saying it's awesome and, and we love it. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It uh, makes all the sort of long hours sanding and cutting and shaping and, yeah, you know, dinging your finger when it's freezing cold in the workshop. <laughs> it's, mm. uh, yeah, makes it worth it. It's, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, just, just as a, a quick one with it, how long does it take you kind of start to finish from that consultation to build kind of an average spec, nothing way mm. over the top kind of putter? Yeah, um, I mean, the consultation sort of period varies, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm talking to people now that first pinged me a few months ago, you know, saying, oh, I really love this one. I've got this idea. Need to wait for this and you know, hoping to do that and want it to be in time for this. Um, doing one at the minute, which um, is still a top secret, um, but, you know, that's, that's uh, going to drop on someone's doorstep soon. It's going to be a, mm. a mega surprise. So, yeah, things like that. It's just, you know, awesome that people, are, are, you know, are doing that for their friends and family. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so you know, build up time can be quite quite a while, and then um, build time you're sort of looking at anywhere between four to six weeks, something like that. Um, and that's um, you know that's that's just depending on how much work we've got on at the time and, and and what have you. But it's also to you know give finishes the time to cure properly, um, give you know resins and glues time to set. So you know I'll often do few hours on a putter and then have to leave it for a night um for you know for 24 hours to you know for glue to set and harden and that kind of thing um so all in yeah probably the the, the working time of the putters around about 20 hours that's sort of average um i've had a few that have taken oh, awkward amounts longer than that um the masters uh, special edition we did what was going to be for last spring ended up uh, obviously uh, sort of launching that uh, during the masters in november um, yeah, that was, I, I stopped counting. It was mm. uh, yeah, labour of love, that one. That was, uh, yeah, heavy. <laughs> Do you have to treat the putters or anything, Colin? Do you have to look after them when, when you've kind of purchased them? Is there anything you have to put on them? Or Because I know if you have a mm. kind of a bespoke piece of furniture, wood especially, you have to put kind of treatments and, and look after it a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was a big um, big consideration during, during the R&D. Um, Gareth... Um, I wanted always to, to keep the feel of the wood as much as possible. So I, I really wanted to go down the oiling route. Um, but it's, it's just a very, um, you know, very awkward. It's much more maintenance um, for, the, mm -hmm. for the customer to, to, to sort of maintain the oil finish. Um, so we went with a, a sort of lacquer finish, which probably is, is probably more waterproof. And um, you have to look after it. It's obviously still a very soft finishing comparison to what it's clanging around with in, in your golf bag um but yeah it's it's a very hard finish um and uh then we just put a, a light wax on the top so as a customer if you wanted to keep it you know get uh remove some of the the, the lighter scratches that it might get on the base things like that then yeah you can just uh, just put another coat of wax on just to help protect it a little bit more and um, you know we, we do a sort of little maintenance service in fact i've got one back at the minute for a, a bit of a brush up um so yeah we can we can sort of rub that back new coat of lacquer on it and uh yeah and, and send it back out so yeah a few options in that regard um but with all um putters that that we make and that we send out um, each customer gets like a digital digital dossier of their of their putter so all the final um sort of uh, final uh, shots of it photo shoot um, and then all the sort of photos that we take and little videos that we take during the build are all in there as well so it's like a like a web document you can log into anytime and reminisce about the building of your putter and there's some sort of care and uh, care and um, 
information notes about how to look after it and, and what your putter is, all the stats, loft, lie, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. So it's a bit like um it's a bit like the certificate that you get with a the Scotty camera. And it's it's a web version of that, but it's got all the care and information notes and, and stuff in it as well. So it's a it's a proof of ownership and cert certificate as well as a sort of info guide. So you, you get that with your with your putter. I think that's a really, really nice touch to, to kind of add to it. Like you say, a lot of people will go out and show friends and go, oh, this is the stage it's at now. And yeah. I think as much as anything, like you say, a lot of friends and family buy these, but it strikes me as kind of a brilliant idea for your captain's days, president's days, or kind of special society. If you go on a specific trip every year, that seems like an absolutely brilliant prize to kind of provide people with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it's a cool idea. Yeah, we've we've done a couple of um, uh, society sort of gifts, um, society that I'm involved in here in uh, here in Norwich, and then yeah, quite early on in our um, in our time, um, the Bar Steward Society um, did exactly that. You know, they did the giveaway for and 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 you know commissioned a putter for it. So um, yeah, that was uh, yeah great little project. Love that putter. It's uh, yeah, really cool on that. If you want to look back on the timeline, it's uh, it's quite a cool one. Awesome. What, what other products have you got in the lineup, Colin? I know you've got putters, but what other products have you got within Ireland? Yeah, yeah, I've got a um, got a professionally approved uh, putting training aid by you know, very good, good. Um, very good. Yeah, just a little uh, yeah, a little putting aid kit. Um, I was sort of <laughs> doing a bit of putting in the office one day, and I had some like wood samples lying around, and I was I'm just doing a bit of tiger's gate drill you know and uh had just a couple of bits of wood uh, lying there and uh just set them up and was putting through them and i was ah i could make a little a little hardwood <laughs> gift a nice little package for people to you know to give away as a present birthday present christmas um what have you and you know it comes in a nice little roll-up tube that you can drop in your golf bag and, and take it to the putting green or you know have a little pre-round um putt getting your you know, for, for distance control, strike and, and, and start direction, they're the three sort of drills that you can do. And there's maybe four or five. And I think you found a couple more to do, Gareth, as well, with uh, when you had to play with them. So I think they're endless. Yeah. I think it's something that I'd, I'd give a junior section on a Saturday morning and I'd say, mm -hmm. go have some fun. Let's go see how many kind of drills, exercises yeah. we can we can make with the putt sticks. They're absolutely superb. Neat. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you know, a nice little thing to just, because uh, they're quite, you know, they're, to take a bit of time but uh, you know they're quite easy to make there's not a lot of uh, science involved in them so yeah it's a nice wind down if you've uh, been struggling with the you know the fine finish on a potter you can just go and rip some of those on the table saw and uh, yeah get you know get some nice power machinery going so <laughs> I think it's a great one because we we discussed kind of training aids and the the amount that are out there and you could have a training aid or you could have three training aids for every single area of the game that you want to work on. But I think for something that just quickly and easily rolls up and goes in the bag, they are probably one of the most versatile training aids I've seen that I would actually go and say, kind of go and, and take a look at it, especially for on the green. It's not going to weigh your bag down. It's not going to get in the way. And like you say, you've got five, six, seven different drills, pretty much what your imagination limits you to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, wow. Thank, thanks very much. It's uh, yeah, it means a lot. It was uh, yeah, a bit one of those sort of light bulb moments, really, and so well, a bit, bit of uh, yeah, a bit of fun and quite interesting. Again, something a bit different, and yeah, well, thanks very much. Yeah, I really appreciate that.
Hey, I was I was using mine the day for long game, Colin. So I was getting with the ball position and, and feet and for that consistent mm-hmm. setup and things like that. So yeah, it's a it's a cool one that you can, as Joe said, very, very versatile. I'm gonna hit you with a really hard question now. Favorite okay. putter you have ever made. Okay. Um I've, I mean I've got two on the go at the minute, which um are looking pretty good. <laughs> um Let's see. Oh, that is hard. Um, I mean, pro- probably it's the Masters one. I mean, that, that was the first time we'd used um, sort of a, a really highly figured wood. Um, that was a two-layer um, sort of staining process. Start with like a deep black to get into the deeper pores of the, of the grain. And then you sand all that black back and you're left with just, the, you know, black in the deep parts. And then you stain the rest in, in, in a green and yeah, lots of testing of what blacks work, what greens worked, what mix of the, of the two worked. Um, and then, yeah, the, the finish came out really well and, and yeah, got um, yeah got a lot of buzz and excitement when, when we auctioned it on, on Instagram back in November. So, yeah, probably in terms of an idea through to execution and, and the wood itself was, you know, was, was such a cool wood that, um, yeah, that, uh, that set us on a path of using, uh, yeah, these really nice figured woods and, and stuff, which... Yeah, we've got a couple on in the works at the minute. So look oh. forward to yeah, to showing them off. Where can people find out more about yourself, Colin, the company, kind of ordering details, those type of things? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Gareth. So um, yeah, we have a website, so uh islaputters.com, so isla putters.com. Um, and then we're also uh, mainly on Instagram. So yeah, by all means, uh, emails to the website or um, or DMs on Instagram. So we're just at Isla Putters on Instagram and same handle on, on Twitter as, as well. So um, yeah, feel free to get in touch. If you've got a, an idea for a putter or you know, want to give it as a gift for a friend, we sort of do the, um, the gift card stuff as well. So we can, uh, yeah, we can get, get one of your friends or families tooled up with, with a custom putter as well. Absolutely super. Colin, it's been an absolute pleasure tonight. Really enjoyed your time. Thank you for your time. I hope everybody out there has has enjoyed listening. And please go and check out Isla Potter's absolutely superb account. Support kind of growing companies because we need them in the golf industry. It's all about being unique. It's all about being a little bit different. And that's what Isla are doing very, very well. Joe, thank you for your time tonight. It's a pleasure as always. Like I said, thank you, Colin, for joining us. It's a pleasure to kind of find out a little bit more about, about the company. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much for having us on. It's yeah, been a pleasure. Thanks to uh, you guys for your support. Good luck with the podcast. It's really, really cool to have, you know, all this podcast and, and great golf content to, to keep me company uh, building these potters. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. Thank you for the support. And yeah, all the best with the podcast series. Super. Thank you, Carly. Thank you, Joe. Thank you out there, everybody, for listening, for watching, and we'll see you again soon.